0: At home girls. what's up and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loka Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine Sunday, November the 6th. Hopefully you ladies are having a nice weekend. As you know, those are always my wishes for you guys. Now, before we begin, like I do at the beginning of every episode, let me give you a quick a really quick rundown this time of all my social media in case you happen to stumble upon this podcast by accident. You can just go to MissCrazy.com mskrazie.com and it'll take you to a landing page that has all my social media handles tiktok instagram twitter i'm usually on twitter if you need to find me you guys also under miss crazy that's M S K R A Z I E. without further ado let's get into today's episode before i forget all the details all the juicy details you guys because yes it was a hot mess and i want to document this for my own sake as you know this podcast is kind of like my uh audio journal audio diary and also um forgive me if i sound a little bit just out of out of it all together um i haven't been feeling that great per usual. but now a little bit more and not only that but i have this thing on a top of my um i don't know how, how do you call how do you say paladar in english you know like on the roof of my mouth like inside um and i'll explain that right now uh so my tongue every time i talk it it's touching it so I might sound a little bit weird or like I'm lisping a little bit. And this is not normally me, you guys. It should go away, you know, with time. But I'll explain right now. Ugh, trust me, it's just not the business. Not cute. Nothing. But no hay mal que por bien no venga, like we say. Okay, you guys. So what what happened? What is this all about? Whatever. Okay, you guys. So I had a dentist appointment in Miami this past Friday okay so I left to Miami on Thursday everything was well I wasn't feeling sick at all nothing was wrong with me you guys I ended up choosing an Airbnb this time around only because I knew for a fact that I wasn't gonna go nowhere and also it was just an in and out type of thing you know I was just going to go for that one day and come back so as opposed to getting a hotel and not being able to use any of the amenities or you know just anything in general I decided to just get an Airbnb this is the second no third time that I get an Airbnb in my life the first two have been you know what the first one was really good The second one was like, okay, and then I think this one is probably I'm going to have to say and I don't want to say the the word worse, but I'll also explain right now. It's not that it was the worst. It's just me. Okay, I'm not going to blame the Airbnb on that, but I'll explain right now. So I ended up getting an Airbnb, you guys, and the way that I chose this was it just came to me. I was on there and I saw the room and i saw the description and the host and i just got a good vibe so i went with it and before i book any of these airbnbs that i have booked in my lifetime i messaged the host prior to booking with one question that will decide whether i'm gonna get that airbnb or not and this is well not just one question but it's one thing which is does the house have central air conditioning because i'm the type that cannot sleep without the air on i need either the ac on or the you know ceiling fan both possibly better and in miami you guys the weather that is humid and just hot all around and just uncomfortable if you don't have any of that so me being a person that's extremely hot like literally you guys when i put my hand close to like for example my arm i could feel the heat coming like off of my body like all day every day um And I don't think everyone is like this because I don't see everybody quejándose about them being hot all the time. Well, me, I'd rather be cold than hot. So anyway, I messaged this person and I asked and they said, yes, they have central air conditioning. Plus, they also had a fan in the room that I could use. So I was like, great, you know, because this is the same thing that happened with my second Airbnb experience. They also had um, air conditioning in the house, which, of course, they control. You don't control yourself, which is also another good question to ask if you're just like me. Um, I totally forgot to ask her, but she, you know, with her saying that she did have uh, air conditioning, I was satisfied. And knowing that she had the air, the fan, I was like, "Okay," you know she's probably gonna keep it at i don't know low 70 maybe so i get there on thursday night you know ready to go to sleep pack it up and go to sleep because my appointment was early on friday morning so i get there and it's warm in there you know But I was just like, maybe it's just me because I just came off of a flight. I just walked a lot. I attribute it to just me being, you know, whatever. But, you know, it was already late and I wanted to get some sleep. Um, I got on live for a while, which, by the way, I had such a good time on Facebook live that I think that's where I'm going to start going on more. And by the way, you can find me on Facebook by searching Miss Crazy, M-S-K-R-A-Z-I-E. And it is the only variable verified music page on there so i went on there for a while so me distraí un rato to where i didn't pay attention to oh my god it's hot you know but still i was kind of like tossing and turning when i was like on live because i was laying down on the bed and i ended the live i decided you know to take a, a cold shower you know thinking okay so i could relax and go to bed you guys um it was still warm and I had that that little it was one of those little box fans that you connect and I had that fan like right there on the nightstand and still it was like it was blowing around the hot air um I fell asleep because I was tired I know that I fell asleep because I was tired not because I was comfortable which you know anyways you guys so that was one thing about it so from now on you guys I I want to say on here that I am giving up on Airbnbs if I am not renting the entire place even if it's just a short trip I would rather stay in a Motel 6 if I have to because um, at least I will know that the air is going to be cold and that it is going to be able to let me sleep So anywho, so then the next day, you guys, I went to my appointment uh, at the dentist, you know, and mind you guys, um, when I'm done with this experience and I'm still not done, I still have four more months to go. And I'll explain also right now. uh, I'm going to make a a YouTube video reviewing this place, Um, the good, the bad and just everything in general. Um, I'm very grateful to them for what they have done, you know, thus far. They have done a great job when it comes to like my veneers and stuff. Um, But this is where it gets interesting, you guys. So the reason why I even had this appointment was because on my last appointment that I had last month, they have told me that two of my dental implants had failed and if you don't know what that is all about um it is my the previous episode on this podcast to this one you can go ahead and hear that one so you can see what exactly i mean i had a few dental implants placed and out of you know the ones i had placed two of them failed quote unquote and so they they were like okay they failed so you're going to have to come back for another appointment so that the doctor can re put them like from scratch we're going to start over with those two from scratch So that's what what my appointment was for. I was going to get there and they were going to put those two implants that failed. Like they were going to take those out and put new ones in and try it again. So I get there, you guys, and they do the x-rays and all that. And then the doctor comes in and she says... So what's going on? And I was like, so I'm here because, you know, because of the two implants that failed. And then she's like, who told you they failed? Somebody told you they failed and you you're coming to us or like what's going on? That was my first like, okay, like, mm, but you know what, you guys, I get it. They have a ton of people. And I, I kid you not, you're in the waiting room for uh, like two hours waiting to be seen for your appointment because they have so many patients you know so i don't blame her for like not really being on point with like why i was there briefed maybe um but you know it's still a little bit scary because this is where where like mistakes could happen you know then they do something that was maybe for another patient or something anywho so i told her no i said um the last time I came last month they told me that I had to come back because two of them had failed and she was like okay and um she talked to one of the nurses that was there and I guess he briefed her on my whole situation correctly you know and so she was like okay well let's take a look and she still sounded like unsure so I was like okay what's going on like in my mind you know so like they lay me down and like she's looking around in my mouth and she has this this like confused look on her face and and like she's moving stuff around and like pricking and plotting prodding probing or whatever the heck in my mouth, you know? Um, where the implants that supposedly failed are at and she's like moving stuff around and and then she was like asking the nurse, like, let me see those x rays again. Um, and she goes, she goes out of the, of the room and then she comes back. And then she's like, you know what? She's like, I don't know why they told you they failed. She's like, because I just tried taking one of them out and it's in there. She's like, it's solid in there. Like, it's sturdy. And she's like, and I'm not going to take something out that is not bad she's like for what it's in there like she's like okay maybe yes like on one of the sides we need to put we need to put more bone matter so that you know it could hug it um all around she's like but there's no need to take it out that that implant did not fail so i'm just like okay but you know at that point i was already prayed up you guys you know before i get in there i always pray like god may your hands be the hands of this doctor and always do this you guys you know whether you're religious or not um when you go somewhere like a doctor and they're like you know doing stuff on you always say like you know to whoever it is that you believe in like in my case you know god um may your hands be the hands of this this dentist like guide her and you know Uh, you know do her thing let whatever it's best for me happen and she you know so she said that it was stable and that you know that it didn't need to be taken out and then she's like let me check the other one that they said failed she's like because i'm looking at it from right right here and she's like and it also on the x-rays it shows that it's in there like it's good long story short you guys neither of the two implants that supposedly they have told me had failed on the other appointment failed and so she's like you know what we're just gonna get the one the second one she's like i don't know why they told you it failed um you know it doesn't look like it failed. she's like but let's just you know give it more time if for whatever reason she's like so we're gonna put bone on this on this you know first one and um just to like re-secure it like make sure that it is in there you know for whatever reason they told you it failed and this and that because this was a different doctor than the one that saw me the time they told me it failed you guys so so they didn't fail so they didn't do nothing to take them out but they did add that this like bone, like bone um consistency thing and so now like where that thing is whatever like it feels like i have a hill on there so my tongue every time i'm talking like it's it'll get to where it'll hit that thing and then i'll i'll like start lisping which sucks because you guys i had have these like things that i need to do that require me not to be no fucking lisping but anywho and then i have a show this weekend and next weekend and I asked her so I asked her you guys you do know I make music I said how long until this hill that I have inside uh, the up, you know the top of my roof of my mouth goes away check this out she says oh it should be you know start going down within 40 to 60 days 40 to 60 days you guys anywho Um, but whatever, you know, at least you guys, they didn't fail at least, you know, when I go back in four months, it will be over fingers crossed prayers up that that will be the end of the of that and that that's it. So anywho, I, you know, I leave um, the dentist, I go back to my Airbnb. And once again, you guys, you know, I get there and it's warm and i'm just the type that doesn't like to how what is that called when they say um ruffle feathers i just i don't like problems you guys i don't like problems i'm like hella over it i'm way too tired for like just any confrontations like i just i don't as you may know me um So I didn't want to hit up the host. I didn't want to be like, is the air on or whatever. I was just like, you know what? Let me just tough it out and let this be a lesson. Que lo barato sale caro. Que you get what you pay for. Que all that shit, you know? So I was like, okay, whatever. But you guys, it was warm as fuck. Like I was tossing and turning till like four or five o'clock in the morning when I had a flight, you know, early that morning to come back home. So I only got like probably three, four hours of sleep. I, I get up in the morning and everything seems okay. I, you know, get to the airport. I buy a coffee. Like I do every single time I travel. This is not new, you guys. I travel at, at least once or twice a month. At least I fly at least once or twice a month. Um, but I have been flying like every weekend for the past two, three months. So i know that it wasn't just oh you know because you flying or whatever your stuff no so i get a coffee and you know i get on the flight we board i you know text my husband that i'm on my way home and this is like 11 in the morning so my flight has a layover you know that's when you stop at another airplane another airplane another airport you get off and you wait for another flight and then you get on and then you finally get home so i was on this air airplane um headed to the first stop you know we were probably in the air for like half an hour when you guys all of a sudden i get this like quick rush of nausea like just instantly I felt like it wasn't something that was like, okay, I felt a little bit queasy when I was getting up on the plane and, you know, it progr- it like it had progress, it got worse, steadily worse. No, I was perfectly fine, you guys. Perfectly fine. All of a sudden, boom, I get like super nauseated. Like I'm talking extreme. I'm about to puke, nauseated. And I was like telling myself, what the hell? what is this you know i was like panicking i was like what is the hell is this you know mind you guys i was sitting on the window side so i have two people next to me two strangers next to me that i'm gonna have to tell them to move so i can go to the restroom but at that point you guys i was not about to think about it because i was like i'm about to puke and i'm gonna puke right here on this seat you guys it was just the feeling i can't just oh my god like it was i have never felt that gross that fast like in my life and it was just like a like a a switch got flipped and i was nauseous instantly um and so when i while i was thinking of like okay should i should i get go to the restroom or should i not you guys i start feeling like i'm about to black out and i hear like the the captain on the thing say you know everybody uh keep your seatbelts on we're gonna go through some turbulence uh whatever this and that and i was just like hell no like i am not i don't care if we're going through turbulence like i am not gonna stay here i need to go to the restroom like i gotta i'm gonna throw up right here so i tell like the people sitting next to me um that I need to go to the restroom. So they get up you guys. And like you know the. This point like the whole plane. I feel is staring at me. Um, And. I honestly. Don't know how I got. From the middle of the plane. Where I was sitting at. To the front restroom. I don't remember. How I got there. Because when I got there you guys. I was like feeling so unwell i don't i don't even know what to say so i got there and i like i sat down and right next to like the the sink they have like these little um, baggies like for people that are gonna throw up mind you i didn't know that they were gonna have that i was just gonna go i was gonna like puke straight in the toilet but when i seen those little baggies i grabbed one and i, I just sat there with like the bag in front of me and you know, the, the airplane was going through turbulence, but it was not about that. It was not no motion sickness. I have been on airplanes for the past three months every single week, once or even twice. Um, more than that. Um, so it wasn't no motion sickness, you guys. And It wasn't because, oh, I hadn't eaten. No, because I didn't change nothing of my regular behavior when I travel. And I don't know how long, you guys, that's another thing. Like these like blackout moments during this whole situation are are what scared me the most. I don't know how long I was in that restroom for all i remember was hearing banging on the door and it was a flight attendant asking if i was okay you guys i didn't even like at that point when she like banged i was like yes yes i'm i'm fine i try to look for my phone because i was just like panicking at that and like i was gonna text my husband or whatever tell me why i don't have my cell phone I didn't know where I left my phone. I didn't know if I dropped it when I was walking to the bathroom. I don't I don't know if I left it in my seat. If I where I do I did not know. But I didn't have it with me. So I, you know, I throw some water in my face and take a few deep breaths. And you know, I feel like it's like the the nausea is like going away and i decided okay let's give this another try get up and you know i'm feeling okay at that point point. and you know i go back to my seat the walk to my seat you guys was so embarrassing because once again you guys every now now for sure everyone was staring at me on that plane but when's i you guys so i get to the seat and you know i'm walking to the seat with like the little throw a bag so people already you know are kind of like side eyeing me and also when i came out of the restroom um the flight attendant she handed me a like a water uh one of those like uh, whatever waters they give so i went back to my seat and you know i'm sitting there and I'm not drinking the water, you guys, because I'm traumatized over what just happened. And I don't want to to like, you know, have anything in my stomach at this point. I feel super gross. And, you know, what I just went through. So then I steadily feel fine. You know, I feel I felt fine. I was like, okay, you know, whatever that was. So. like like an hour passes by mind you this flight from Miami to my first layover was like almost 3 hours so another hour passes or hour and a half whatever and again like a light switch you guys I start feeling super nauseous like I'm about to puke and not only that but this time I, I start sweating like cold sweat and like it's coming and going coming and going like the cold sweat but the nausea is like there you know like it's just oh my god you guys i it, i have never felt that in my entire life let alone on a plane and my head starts to hurt and i was just like what the hell you, you guys i was like feeling so bad like just i'm not even exaggerating you guys i was feeling so bad that i literally considered pushing the flight attendant call button and telling them that we needed to emergency land you guys because i was about to die because i start feeling that exact same feeling of i'm about to pass out and like my vision getting black You guys, it was awful. I think what saved me at that moment, other than me praying nonstop, was I heard the captain on the overhead thing say that we were getting ready to land. And I said, you know, just hold on. hold. I told myself, hold on, hold on, just hold on. The minute you get off of this plane in this first layover, you're going to the ER. Like, just hold on so i don't know how i managed i held on and we got off i like you know grabbed my stuff i i walked off of that airplane and into um, the first person from the airline that i saw at that gate and i told him i said um do you guys have like a first aid office here or anywhere i can like see someone or i'm gonna need to go to the hospital and the reason i did that you guys was because i knew or i was afraid more more than anything that if i walked out of that airport on my own and try to get an uber and try to figure out where the heck... Air, what hospital was nearby. And I, I was in a city that I don't know. Um, That I was going to pass out. And imagine me passing out outside the airport or in the Uber or whatever. I was scared. So I tell the, the guy that. And he... The look on his face was like he freaked out. Honestly. I don't think that they've had that many cases of people, you know but he freaked out and he told me like to sit down right there and that he was gonna call uh you know the people so i'm there and this gate is full mind you okay this gate is full of people already waiting for their flight so i sit down and a few minutes later here comes the, the first um, group let's call it that the first group of like four paramedics from the airport okay the like I guess ones they keep there and you guys they surround me as I'm sitting there in that chair and the whole gate is looking at me you guys I am trying to keep my face down the whole time. And I'm having like the thermometer ran through my forehead. Um, the, The thing for your blood pressure. The little light in my eyes. Like all that. And they're asking me. Like, what's going on? And there I am telling them. But the whole world is hearing, you guys. The whole gate is, like, looking at me. Nomás ahí de chismosos. I mean, I would, too, if I seen that happen. But the thing is, you guys, that it was so fucking embarrassing, you guys. I I, 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 you know, I was just like, yeah, take me, God. Like, aliens, come take me up. Like, I'm done. You guys, but at the same time, I was, like, trying to, like just fuck it because i was so afraid that that shit was gonna happen again and i was like what's gonna happen right now when i get on this last part of the flight like is this shit gonna happen in the air and the thing you guys that that when stuff like this happens i guess when you're on an airplane it's a little bit like you panic a lot more because you're like there's nowhere for you to run like there's nowhere nothing for you like you can't just be like okay let me go to the hospital like okay you're like up in the air and any decision that you make about wanting to go to the hospital you're gonna bring everyone with you like you're gonna fuck up everyone's flight you know what i mean like so i didn't want that again you guys i didn't So I'm right there, you know, and they're taking my vitals and asking me questions and asking me for my ID over and over. And there's people from the airline coming, um, asking for my ID and where's my next flight going to and where did I come from and just asking me a bunch of questions. And these paramedics are like asking me a bunch of questions. And then and then they tell me like that in a few minutes, the real paramedics were going to get there, like the ambulance and, and everything And that they were going to assess me as well. So I'm just like, oh my God, you guys. And I have, I'm telling you, I have people sitting right across from me. Like if I stretch my legs, there's a person sitting right there. Like, and and this gate was full and they were like on it. They were like looking at me and like listening to like no privacy whatsoever. You guys like, I mean, it was embarrassing as fuck. And they were asking me like what was going on and, and, you know and I told him like I don't know what's going on yesterday I had this procedure done at the dentist and I don't know if if it's related to that like is this some sort of complication from it is this an infection or what because you know I feel like I was going in and out of like consciousness not only that but fever like I was getting these weird fever type symptoms and I'm not sick from my stomach like I wasn't like oh it's because I ate something that's why I was not no you guys so I'm there and we're waiting and then all of a sudden you guys oh my god the second group of paramedics gets there while the first group this group the one from the airport is still right there with me okay so it was like about four dudes you know the the ones from the airport paramedics with all their little machines and now we have another group of like four four or five dressed the part you know emt whatever the hell and my g a stretcher (laughs) You guys, all this in a busy-ass fucking airport, in a busy gate. Everyone is looking at me at this point. Even people that are at different gates are, like, standing up to look. Quería morirme, you guys. Ahí sí yo no me morido. Morido. You guys, I wanted to crawl in under the little chair and try to hide. And I was, oh my God, you guys, so embarrassed. I never, like definitely the most embarrassing moment in my entire life definitely they had a stretcher my g right in front of me i was like oh my god you guys and by this time like i had already texted my husband like i'm getting off of this plane and i'm going to the like the the er like i don't feel good i've never felt this so my husband's like worried as fuck and so I'm, like, right there. And and then these paramedics, they ask me everything all over again, you guys. And again, they take my blood pressure and my vitals and all this stuff. And right there in front of everybody. And then um, I guess I was, like, looking uncomfortable as fuck when finally one of the, the airline ladies that had been there, like, throughout this whole ordeal, she tells um one of the paramedics like the real paramedics she tells uh them like if they want to take me to somewhere more private um that there's a room aka the all-gender bathroom aka the family bathroom that they have like you know separate from like the rest of the restrooms and they ask me and i'm like yeah yeah let's go you know because and I'm like but can I walk over there I said can I walk to the to the this room I said because I said yeah the stretcher yeah no (laughs) I was like you know this is honestly I'm like this is already embarrassing enough and I I would much rather walk I'm like so can I walk because even if you say no like I'm gonna walk and he was like, that if I felt like that, I was going to faint, though. And I was like, no, but I'll let you know if I do at any moment. I'm like, but I'm just going to walk. So it wasn't far, you guys. It was like, you know, just a few a few steps away from the gate, you know, or like across. So we get in there and... Um, they put the like there's the stretcher is like following me guys literally like it, the whole air i mean i you guys all the gates are like looking at me there was people like i bet recording and so then i we get to the front of the the family restroom whatever and two of the emts they go in there with me they're both guys and then um one of the the female um the attend like the airline attendants one of the airline attendants that's a girl she goes in there as well with me because of course they can't be going in there with me by myself and he's like that he's gonna take some vitals um those little things that they like stick on your body and so i was wearing this like dress thing you guys um So he's like that he was going to have to go under my dress and all this and that. And I was just like, oh, my God, just do it. I said just whatever. But I guess that's why they needed the girl in there. So then they take like all my vitals and like they do, you know, um, like one of those rapid whatever COVID test things and um, which was negative. And then uh, they like checked, you know, my vitals and all that stuff. And it took a while we were in there for a while um, because they had me on these like heart monitor thingies like those things that they stick to your body because he said that they needed to make sure that it wasn't something because of like me telling them that I felt like I was like blacking out. So I was in there for a while and then um, finally like he said that you know he recommended me to just go with them to the ER and make sure everything checked out fine and and that yeah but that you know ultimately it was my um, my decision at this point you guys I'm not feeling nauseous anymore and I'm not feeling like I'm gonna pass out anymore and I'm feeling normal again um and I tell them you know that I'm just gonna gonna wait it out that i'm just gonna wait it out and and um stay there the night overnight there in uh that city and just rest and get something to eat and you know see how i'm feeling and if i need to go to the er like i'll i'll go to the er but as of right now like i was just gonna and you know what you guys it's a mixture of a lot of things one i knew that if i went to the er It was gonna be a mess like waiting um and you know just un chingo de pinche jale you guys aside from like the medical bill and all that stuff um but also you guys i was gonna need to get on that stretcher and mind you the exit of the airport like from the gate that i was my g i was gonna have to be on that stretcher (laughs) oh my god throughout the airport no okay no <laughs> okay si me hubiera estado muriendo guys yeah I, okay ahí no, no te la peleo pero come on and you know and because he told me he did tell me that they were gonna have to put me on the <laughs> so I was just like you know what I'm just gonna stay the night and um and, and if I feel you know bad or whatever like I'll I'll Call nine one one or whatever from my hotel or whatever it need be, and and so yeah, they made me sign I like a form that said that I was um, pretty much like gonna be refusing the treatment, you know, like that. Basically, so they won't get like um, they're not liable for like if I die. And they're like, hey, you know, you guys could have brought her to the hospital and you didn't. It was kind of like a release for them that I didn't want to go to the hospital. And I signed that. And then, you know, I talked to the, the lady from the airline and she was like, we're just going to rebook you for tomorrow. That's fine. Like, um, they're not going to charge you or anything. So I was like, OK, so they rebooked, rebooked me for today and um so i went i got a, a hotel uh right there next to the air, airport i went in and um i was feeling just out of it you guys just out of it and um i got something to eat there at the hotel and i called it a night in the morning when i woke up i still felt weird Um, I still feel weird as I'm talking to you right now, but no more nausea. Like I didn't get any more episodes of the nausea, no more episodes of like blacking out, no more none of that or fevers or anything like that. So I don't know exactly you guys what happened on that airplane, but it was definitely not good and nothing, nothing that I want to ever have to experience again in my entire life. I felt like I was going to die on that airplane. I have never in my life and never in my life do I want to feel that again. So um, when I got up in the morning, I could talk to my husband and I was a little bit weary, you know, like as far as afraid. I remember I cried on the phone with him and I. And even one of my daughters was like, because uh, we were on FaceTime and she was seeing our conversation and she started crying too, because I was afraid, you guys, I was afraid of getting back on an airplane. Uh, I feel like I got kind of traumatized over that incident because um, this morning when I got back on the on the airplane, I was like having like a little bit of a, a panic attack, anxiety, you know, because I was like, am I going to feel that again? The minute that i get back on this airplane like you guys i've been traveling my whole life like why does this this has no reason and so you know so i made sure i didn't like drink or or nothing um before i got on the flight i did buy a starbucks but i took a sip of it you guys and that was like enough for me to just be like you know what just hold off because if you start feeling nauseous nauseous again on the airplane, you don't want to have anything in your stomach to like puke in case you can't make it to the, the restroom. So I ended up throwing that away. Um, And, you know, I got on the flight and I was just like feeling uneasy. It was a short flight, but I was so uneasy the whole time, you guys. Like, nunca me he sentido así de feo. Like, just now i i think i have i don't know if you could call it ptsd off of that but i I mean something happened because i felt so uneasy the whole way home finally thank god you guys i got home you know about an hour ago and um i got retested again uh for covid here and again it's negative so that's definitely ruled out um i don't have any other symptoms i am not coughing sneezing i don't have a runny nose my throat doesn't hurt my stomach doesn't hurt um i just feel like my body feels like i got ran um but no more nausea um i did get a little bit of a headache this morning but it went away um so i don't know what what that episode on that plane was but i just have you know i i just want to think about it this way that i was not meant to continue on that that flight like that's why i got off and that's why everything happened the way it happened because i wasn't meant to continue on that flight maybe i don't know you guys maybe i would have died on the next leg of the flight you know maybe something crazy would have happened maybe you know you just never know I don't know. Maybe we would have gotten in a car crash um, when my husband would go pick me up that, you know, that night. Who knows? Todo pasa por algo and God knows why he does things. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, I have a gang of shit, you guys, that I got to do this week, though. Like, a lot. Like, I'm I'm supposed to be leaving in two days again. I'm supposed to be going out to Milwaukee. And... And I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. And then I have a show in Chicago as well that I need to be there for this upcoming weekend. Now, I know that I am going to go to the the show in Chicago. That's a definite, you know, thing. But I, I was supposed to go a little bit earlier to handle some other business. But... Um, I don't think I'm going to go earlier to handle the business. I think I'm going to just wait until Thursday or Friday when I have to go to for the show. And and just leave it at that. But it was weird, you guys. It was definitely weird. I don't know what happened. And I just wanted to document it, you guys, because it was embarrassing. It was super embarrassing. and, And it was just, I know. Pero ya, ya quedo en el olvido y ya. All right, pues, you guys, this is your homegirl, Miss Crazy. Checking out. Oh, before I check out, let me do the little bit of promo because I haven't I haven't done it. Um, so I have a show coming up on November 12th in Chicago. And you can go to quintosol.com for tickets. And then I have a show next weekend again on the 18th of November. In Charleston, North South Carolina. And you could also go to Quintosol.com for tickets on that. And then on the nineteenth of November, I have a show in Las Vegas, Nevada. And for that, you can go to holdmyticket.com or you can go to my Instagram, you guys, at Hello Loca, where I have all the flyers up with the information on where you can get tickets and all that good stuff. Orale pues now I can check out. Se me cuida on your home is crazy al ratos.